All right, you guys. Think Bigger Podcast, Community Conversations. Today I have Higgins Built. Online, his Instagram, everyone's going to recognize that. The car guys, you're going to recognize that. The white Civic Build, Higgins Built. But his name is? Nicholas Higgins. Okay, so Higgins Built comes from that. But his name is Nick. And, you know, there's a lot going on here that's far, far deeper than cars. And it's about life, you know, community conversations for my new listeners. Community conversations is a conversation that we have in the community with someone that we learn not just about them, but we learn from them. Okay. So we're sitting here, secret location, in a secret whip, having breakfast together, and we're going to have this conversation. We got dogs wilding out. But you know what, you guys, I like to have good quality sound. I like to have those types of things. But what I care more about is is being able to share conversations with someone in the community and share it with you guys. So, Nick, let's talk, man. Let's I mean, you know, since the since most people are going to know about the car. Correct. Fine. Let's speak on that. Right. Okay. So you guys, you came down here to SoCal. Yes, sir. Right. So what uh, what was the occasion? occasion was to um, get a photo shoot for Super Street Magazine at the Motor Trend facility. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So, for those of you guys on the Instagram and things like that, you might have seen it. But we were at the um, we're at the Motor Trend studio. It's their office and studio in Southern California, El Segundo. So right. you brought the car down. So, okay, let's let's do that. Where did you bring the car down from? I brought the car down from Santa Clara, California. Back home in the Bay Area. Bay Area. Yes, sir. Mm. All right. Brought the car down mm-hmm. to do this studio shoot, but how did the studio shoot, how did this magazine cover uh, coverage end up happening? How, how did it even happen? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, I was out here a few weeks back for Spokane, Anaheim, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, get in the car already and dealed up. And I happily ran across Sam again. From Juice Speed, and we had a quick conversation about you know. You guys, Sam Sam Du is the editor in chief of Super Street Magazine. Yep. So we had a conversation, good time catching up again, asking how about how's life doing and everything. Mm-hmm. And we got dialed in about the car. He seen the car after three years of it being built. He seen the reveal on it, and he wanted to see him about. You know, trying to get it locked in to do a photo shoot again. So, you know, I told him it's an honor to set up another date with you to do this photo shoot. And, um, yeah, that's how we all got started. And that's where we're here today. All right. Spoke at Manaheim. He had been debuting the car, brought it out. Almost 100% done. Just about. He sees it. I love it. I want to shoot it. All right. So here we are. You brought the car down. I meet you over there at the studio. What did you think about getting a vehicle, uh, you know, photographed inside of a studio? It's your first time, right? Yeah, it was a great experience. I mean, didn't expect all that, but it was something different from just shooting outside and just in local areas, you know. Um, Motor Trend's a big company, and um, I was just thankful that we were able to just lock something in like that, just to get locked dialed in for a studio shoot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, I mean, you know, I've been blessed to be in that studio mm-hmm. multiple times. I've gone to support other friends over the last 10 years. Yep. And it was really, really cool to be able to, to experience it again. They're supporting somebody. Yeah. Uh, the... Um, the uh, the whole process, right? It's really elaborate, right? It's pretty pretty interesting to see how much work goes into it, right? Oh, definitely a lot of work. You can see the, the time and the effort they put into that. I mean, it's nothing but quality up in there. Yeah, That's yeah. That's the great thing about that company. It's very strong. All right, so you guys, I had to sit down with well, I had I had to sit down with Nick and have this community conversations. You know, there's such a there's such a a history. So mm-hmm. cars and getting to the point where you know, for for many enthusiasts. For many enthusiasts, having a a prestigious publication, a magazine, or even, you know, some of the biggest blogs right. are, are considered to be like that's the pinnacle 
of a build yeah. is that it gets recognized winning winning a car show could be the pinnacle and or getting featured correct right okay so what is your pinnacle <clears throat> my pinnacle about this build is nothing about winning car shows and all that you know it's, it's an honor and i'm blessed to be you know able to go through that type of stuff yeah but um the more bigger picture about this build is um i was able to complete it for my mom and dad and uh, that was the main goal and um, i was able to um complete that goal for them yeah um you know there was a at a point a few years back when they were alive and just it was more about okay i'm building the car for myself mm -hmm. but things change and life changed a lot and um Sometimes you just got to look at the bigger picture of overall everything of what are you really doing it for? You know, and they and they, knew, they knew that they seen a vision in me and um, that I probably didn't see in myself at one point, you know, and um, I just had to continue my race just for them. And uh, that's why the car got completed. All right. Well, you know, you 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 touched on it. So I'm, I'm going to ask you to elaborate. Right. Okay. They're, they're obviously people here are not going to understand what you just said. Yeah. When you said you completed it for your parents right. while they were still alive. Yeah. Okay. So we got to touch on that. Okay. <clears throat> so how, how, how and what happened. Okay. And, and obviously we know what you were able to do with that hardship right. with the vehicle and channeling your energy. Mm -hmm. But I want to talk about that. Like what, what, happened if you can speak on that yeah of course that that got you to this point uh it so got me to this point um you know just to break down i mean before when when they were still alive um <clears throat> they always you know supportive me what i did i mean overall of course they knew we we always put a lot of money into this and you have old school parents that always tell you that you could have bought a new car and this and that mm -hmm. but they still supported me um you know building cars kept me off the streets you know doing some stupid shit um but uh yeah just i kept i kept pushing and kept building the car um and then after that um around 2017 my dad got sick um he was ready he was sick for a few years but he got sick um found out that he uh he had stage four cancer and um he kept pushing like a fighter just kept pushing never gave up um he was blessed to still push for about over two years after he found out he had uh stage four cancer yeah <clears throat> And um, for that two years of pushing, you know, it kind of slowed me down on my build. And mm -hmm. while that slowed me down on my build, I started taking care of him a lot. Um, and there was at a point in life where, you know, he he um, he was kind of done fighting. You know, you know, he had a hard time breathing. He had he had lung cancer, so he had a hard time breathing. Oh. And um, he could have totally kept fighting, keep going through the chemo. But you know, we we brought him to the doctors and. His lungs were getting really bad, and um, he honestly told the doctors, and what broke me down in tears, and m broke me down in tears, I've never seen a doctor cry at all, too. He told the doctor that he's tired of suffering. Ah. Okay, and he said that he's never seen a, my dad's seen a doctor cry, and he's never seen a doctor cry. And uh, my dad pretty much told the doctor that he's he's ready. So, we, you know, we had a fly-down family from, you know, Seattle and all this type of places. Okay. We, we had a, have a, you know, family personal meeting. And, um, yeah, I mean, um, this is something that I'm not ashamed about. You know, I, my dad's uh, very proud for how strong he fought and how much of he made of a strong family. Okay. And, um, yeah, we had a conversation and he said that he was ready to go. I see. So we had to just all to agree and respect his wishes. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, you know, he passed in 2017 of April. Yeah. And then prior to that, before that, he, he, before he passed, he just wanted to make sure that he he was worried about me as being the youngest one, like, you know, I'm worried about Nick, you know, this and that. But I told him, don't worry, you know, like, you know, just whatever. We respect any wishes that you want. So, so after he passed, I had to take care of my mom. He wanted me to take care of our mom, of course. So we did, we did that, of course, just took care of her every day. And then she somehow got sick too. She's been on dialysis for about five years. Okay. Um, in 2018 comes along, February, she ended up getting pretty sick where it wasn't even got to do with anything from what I know with the dialysis. She caught an infection in her stomach. Okay. Somehow clogged the, the artery of the heart or something like that. 
and she ended up uh, we ended up bringing her to the hospital, and she ended up passing within two days. There, we didn't think that was she was in the past. I thought it was just her being sick, bringing her to the hospital, and bringing her home late late that night. That's less than a year that my that, that's not even within a year of my dad passing away yet. Right, within like ten months. Crazy. Yeah, and um, crazy too because before we brought her to the hospital, she was always saying to God like she's not ready to go. I still want to take care of Nick and the family, and you know I worry about Nick so much, and it was just hard. It was hardful, you know, and um. Yeah, she ended up passing, and then that reality checked me overall, even though I lost my dad, because I never really had close, close people that passed around, uh, passed away like that. Uh-huh. Even personal friends, like, I really have one that passed maybe back in 2010, but, um, you know, I was younger, but as you grow older, it definitely takes an impact on you, and it makes you appreciate life, but just, I was just truly blessed to be raised by two great parents. I mean, my mom and dad, I met, you know, they yeah. raised me really good. Um you know what, man? So first of all, you know, I mean, a lot of that I knew, but a lot of that I didn't. Yeah. And so it's very nice of you to to share that, you know, you know, for the for the people listening, you know, I want, you know, all of us can relate to that on a level because you got some people who didn't have parents at all. Mm-hmm. And they're like, OK, I relate to to know to him now knowing what it's like to not have parents. Mm-hmm. There's some people who didn't have one or the other, but everyone's lost someone. Um, and unfortunately, yeah. sometimes more than one mm-hmm. person that we love. And uh, it's it's a thing that can totally break somebody. Oh, it totally could break somebody. Right? Um, I could admit it, and I have no shame to say, is that I had my ups and downs. There's still times at this era of time right now where it's normal to cry. It's no, it's, there's nothing to be to like hide about that. You you got to cry, you got to cry. If you, got, you know, if you feel like you're going through some things, you got to talk to somebody. Um but and most important is that you gotta be able to talk to yourself, you know. Yeah, that's a point on, right yeah, there. You gotta be able to stand up on your own and uh, know that even though you got family and they're to support you, they'll make you happy. But main key is you're gonna make yourself happy, you know. And that's where people lost a lot of things right there. Um, and it's all it's all in the mindset. I mean, there's there's times where, like I said, I still cry at this moment, but it's normal. I'm not I'm not sad about it or anything like that. Yeah, I just, I just let it all out. Um, and I just gotta know that my parents wouldn't want to see me cry. I just gotta keep pushing forward for them and finish my race. That's what they would want me to do. So overall, of like me building a car, I stopped building it for myself. I dedicated my time and everything. For all for them now and i completed the car and it was decided to uh, debut it um at a place where they were last at um back in 2016 with my car at week fest san jose um so that's why i was able to, to just have an honor to like okay let's debut it at the same show you know in the same area just get that good feeling of you know reminiscing that they were here at that time of era time. you know you guys i want to i want to really like i really want to like touch on on a couple of things he just said so first of all you have a grown man who's you know able to just simply admit that sometimes emotions get to you and you Mm -hmm. cry and you know we talk about that you know the listeners here they know that it's a it's a place where you can you can say things that you're not really going to say like like this is a this podcast the, the whole think bigger podcast and the think bigger project is a you know part of being able to acknowledge Mm -hmm. that you might feel like a little too you know it's weak oh it's weak to cry and not just you know but you you definitely wouldn't tell someone yeah right no you definitely wouldn't but you know what man it's not weak you know you got to be able to think uh for yourself and and about yourself and that's kind of another thing that you touched on you guys that i really i really thought was a vital point is you know you have to be able to have a conversation with yourself of course right people don't know how to sit down by themselves and and converse and know themselves. I'm always talking about self-awareness. In other episodes, we've touched on that. And that's what self-awareness is. That's part of the process is knowing who you are, how you feel, how you will and will not react to things and being able to get comfortable with who you are. Everyone's so busy trying to know somebody else or get to know somebody else. Maybe they're dating, family, friends, whatever. But what about you? When yeah. everyone else is gone, yeah, can you be in a room by yourself and know yourself and know yourself? Not a lot of people could do that. 
It's very difficult. And I and I stress this to you guys all the time. So it's amazing that, you know, a person of a younger age is able to 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 say that. And you guys, it doesn't always have to take something as, you know, powerfully traumatic as losing a, a family member, a loved one yeah. for for that type of process to get started, yeah. you know, with with Nick, it started because of the first and then unfortunately the second loss. Like I had a I had a witness that um I had a witness to like know myself when I after I lost my dad. Just right there. But you know, for some people it's best to like learn to know yourself before anything tragic or anything like that happens. Just over self of like of you wanting to build in the car or you want to accomplish things like trying to be an NBA player or anything like that. You gotta learn to know yourself and what you're worth and you know and just to be strong-minded you know because if you don't that's what puts people down in life and uh, you're gonna feel like you're gonna always need somebody and not know how to stand up on your own feet. dude right there you guys right there if you don't know yourself if you don't know your capabilities if you don't practice and and evolve as a person consciously which is what this is all about yeah if you don't purposely and consciously choose to do that why would you expect to be good at something yeah. i always talk about that like your mind is just like any muscle yeah guys will go to the gym and lift and, and get buff but and they will practice they are practicing and putting effort into building their body correct but what what about your mind yeah, you know, Mind and you know, so whether it's whether it's trauma mm -hmm. or or just personal growth, yeah. you know, it doesn't it doesn't always have to be something traumatic. You know, a lot of people have something traumatic, and that's what like forces them to to man up, right? Yeah, if that's the way to word it, fine. But you guys, what about how about just doing that before something yeah. traumatic happens? Yeah, of course. You, you can take you know, like Nick sharing his story. You can let that be like, man, damn, dude, like. I don't need to have that happen before I start to appreciate those around me more. Yeah. I, I don't need to lose somebody before I say I should have. Everyone's at a funeral talking about I should have told them that I love them more. Yeah. I just spent should have spent more time with them. Yeah. How about you just do that shit right now? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right at this moment. You know right at I mean? this moment. While they're still breathing and everything like that. Tell them, you know, what, what's the point of being ashamed? Why are you guys holding it in? Mm hmm. You know, is it pride? Is it's it definitely pride? People have pride out there. That's why people lose family members and friendships and overall everything. You know, things of like you know not going well at your job because you got too much pride. You know, you got to let that pride down a little bit and um, ease up on it and just and just express yourself. You know, don't be ashamed of talking talking to people how you feel and all that. Like, if there's something wrong, speak up on it. You know, don't front. Okay, now. So many ways people express each other, uh, express themselves to the, the community and with each other yeah. through uh, fashion, right? Through yeah. through sneakers, through cars, through a variety of things, yeah. right? You yeah. know, when we were uh, at your, uh, your your studio shoot, right. hey, for everyone listening, there's a vlog. I'm doing a vlog uh, on, on our day together <laughs> at the shoot. There's a couple of really dope moments. We were yeah. talking about shoes or whatever. Yep. But but your, your biggest love... Yep. It's cars. Cars. Okay. Great now thing. let's talk about that. When? What age? What happened that you were like, I'm high, not even low key. I'm like oh, high key addicted. Yeah. Oh man. Probably started in high school. Huh? Um. For me, and it probably goes out for a few other people. I know this for a fact. Mm -hmm. I think it probably when it goes out to Big Mike too. Is that before the Honda scene, I was always into lowriders. Okay. Man, back then in high school, you were able to slip your pictures in the in the binder. <laughs> so on the front of the binder, you could see what you have there. Uh, you know, I had the uh, the dog pal with Snoop and Corrupt and all them on there. You know, I had the six tray Impala right there on the binder. Hell yeah. You know, uh, um, so yeah, I was always into the lowrider thing. Um, that was also like that was also a West Coast gang culture. Yeah, it was that West Coast gang culture. That was a very that was a yeah. very normal like yeah. that was the that's thing. a normal thing in California. Yeah, in general, you know. Um, but um, and those are things that will still never die, even if in this 2019 era, it's still gonna be strong. This whole this whole West Coast thing with the whole lowriders. Um, yep. But um, yeah, this all started with the whole lowriders, and then throughout time, um, I started evolving around Hondas a little bit more through friends. Mm -hmm. And uh, just gotta, I just got myself into um, 
uh, getting involved with p picking up an EF. I had an EF hatch that my friend kind of um, handed me down to. And um, what what year? It was a '89 Civic hatchback. Actually, it was my uncle Lawrence that gave me um, the hatchback. And, and then, what year did you did you get it? I got it and see. So you know, I graduated in '07. Okay. And uh, I didn't get it until like late 2008. And that's when I got my license. I didn't have my license in high school. They didn't have a damn cell phone in high school. You know what I mean? Like if I, if I couldn't get a hold of somebody, I couldn't get a hold of somebody. You know. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's have, how it was. I might have to catch you at the payphone or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I just got my car back in 2008 and um, started building up from there. I don't know if you guys seen, but you know, I kind of explained a little bit of my story in 2016 feature of April, of my Super Street magazine back then um about like you know uh, me evolving and uh, building a car you know and wrecking in 2010 you know somehow finding the same chassis after a week of my accident oh. the same 89 civic hatchback on craigslist okay for the people that didn't see that didn't read that didn't read that. elaborate on, yeah. on that story yeah so basically got my car in 2008 i built that car um not as much as i built this new setup but just, you know, the little basics, intake, exhaust, mm -hmm. little wire chuck, single cam. Um, and, yeah, I've been, I had that for about two years, from 2008 to 2010. Okay. I ended up wrecking it like a fool. You know, we won't see somebody on the street to think they're fast. Oh, you go, were street racing. Street racing. Let's go chase them down and let's just go race them. Yeah. Um, you know, I did the whole knick-knack thing. Um, and somehow, dude, ended up losing control and hitting me. Um, and then ended up wrecking the car. And pr after a week later of wrecking that car... I found one on Craigslist, and uh, my dad was like, I don't think you should get that car. I think it's bad luck. Well, you know, low-key, I slid aside of, of what he told me and was able to gather up some money, probably a good $1,000, and went to go see that car myself. Mm -hmm. Ended up getting the car and uh, ended up giving it to my uncle and telling my uncle, hey, unks. Just tell Pops that you found another hatchback and just bring it over to the house. Oh, wow. <laughs> so he came over a few days later and said, Uncle, I found a, um, I found a, um, a hatchback for, a, for Nick. You know, do you want it? And Pops just said, like, how much you want for it? Uh, not 800 bucks. And that's where I got the second chassis that you guys seen me build at this moment. Um, End up, end up getting that one and just ground up, ground up building it too. Same, same type of motor. It was single cam. You know, we all love the single cam. How it burns oil. Blue. <laughs> a year later, spun a rod bearing and all this, and I was ready for it to go. Yeah. Did a quick little beast of swap. Enjoyed that for a couple of years. Did yeah. a few changes to that. Um, and like I said, I got in that feature in 2016. Mm -hmm. Um, and um, yeah, then the motor blew after four years of building that motor, and um, did a K motor now. And uh, like I said, I, I didn't. I stopped building it for myself after my dad passed while I was building this new setup. And this is where we're at right now. And somehow it just evolved to be bigger than what it is. Um, being honored here today, like to to do this photo shoot with yeah, Motor Trend with Super Street. Um, you know, always uh, good to connect with my brother Big Mike and just having this podcast with him. You guys, we're sitting here, like I said, secret location. Yep, eating breakfast. I got a sandwich. You got a, what'd you, what'd you get? A uh, ham and cheese omelet. A ham and cheese omelet. From the far farmers? Yeah, something like that. Yep, farmers. So, <laughs> we're over here, you guys, and, you know, previous podcasts and future podcasts are going to be in different locations because, you know, I, I sat with um, Dav of Mims Honda Day. I was in London. I sat on the East Coast when I was in Halcyon Photo. Anthony, oh. we were out in uh, Philly. And now I'm sitting here in Southern California with Nick. He's from Northern Cal, but he's down here mm -hmm. because of the studio shoot with the EF. Now, we've been able to get a feel Correct. for how we got to this point. The street racing crash. Luckily, oh. did you get hurt? Did not get hurt. I did was, the other dude get hurt? The other dude did not get hurt. We ended up hitting the divider on top of a bridge. What? Hit, we literally, like, he smashed into me. We both hit the divider. My car did a fully 360 on the top of the bridge. Mm -hmm. Somehow, I was able to correct it, grab a hold of the steering wheel, and still downshift into third gear and pulled out to the side safely. Whole quarter panel and everything was smashed in like you never seen tomorrow. And I was able to walk away with no problem.
No bruises or nothing. Truly blessed. Now let's talk about that real quick. Was that enough to tell you, I don't think I should be street racing anymore? That definitely wasn't enough to tell me to take it to the track and just be more official about all this. You know what I mean? You know, you have the courage to see other people are still street racing out there. It's cool and all, but there's more to life than just oh, trying to race somebody for 15 seconds, 10 seconds, 8 seconds, however fast. Try to be all proud and yeah. swagged out. Yeah, like, I don't understand. I know it's, that's where your pride comes in. Yep. And that's where sometimes, you know what? I don't need to race this person. You need to let that pride go down. Because if you get your pride too high up, like I said, you could lose people like that, relationship, friends. Just overall, even if they're still alive or not, you could lose stuff like that. And it's not worth trying to race somebody over pride and then you end up losing your life. Yeah, 100%, man. And people still do it, but... People still do it. This right here, this is a very good example, you guys. Uh, of what could happen, you know, this gentleman was able to to survive. The other person did, and yeah. you know, we don't know their journey and if they learned, but you learned. Yeah, definitely learned on that. And so, okay, so you, the the whole thing about this little side angle that you pulled with your uncle. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's the chassis we see. That's so, the chassis you're seeing right now. So let's talk about that. Let's yeah. this setup. You know, for those of you who who uh, may have seen it online or at Spocom um, or any other event, right? Fine, it's made its buzz, um, and and it's there's a reason for that. But let's let's talk about that. So let let's get a breakdown. So you have the the single cam, you had the B, mm -hmm. now your K. So let's okay. break down your K setup. Okay, what do you have? I have a K twenty four A one block with the K twenty A two head. Okay, just you know your ordinary pickup a long block at the wrecking yard. Yeah, quick five hundred dollars. Didn't care what kind of K block it was because I knew what I was going to do with it. Got the pistons out, the rods, oil pump, and everything else like that. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the start of it all. Um, and I had this long block within a year before I blew my B16. So, it was ready in the making. Okay. I uh, didn't touch it, but it was on the on the engine stand and everything like that. Okay. Um, yeah, so I just ended up gutting it out. Um do you want to, I mean, what more do you want to know about the motor? Like, you just... I mean, because there's people who are like, yo, I already know, right? I yeah. saw it. I took pictures of it yeah. at, at yeah. this event or or I follow you on IG. Yeah. But there's also going to be people who don't know. So what I'd like for you guys to do is, uh -huh. at the end of this, make sure you check the uh, the captions on Instagram and on YouTube. And you can see um, his particular tag. I'll tag him. And you guys can go to his Instagram account. You can follow him. You can see the car. And... Um, and that'll be that'll give people yeah. who don't have any idea what you're really describing at the moment Correct. a chance. Yeah. And when it comes out in Super Street Magazine, you guys will be able to see it then. But for those of you who who don't don't know, mm -hmm. right? You have a, a so it's K twenty four with K twenty head. Um, and I reach out to a lot of big people that uh, you know I wanted to be involved. I'm very picky who I want to be involved, and it's not that I have a um, a strong pride it's just i i took that more of like i'm doing this for my mom and dad now yeah and that's my pride a little bit right at the moment yeah you know? um and um yeah uh just it's a kid just had to build a new setup big and better for them um and it's k24 k20 head um just pissing the rods uh 12 to 5 with cartel cams um ultra manifold with the 156 for pissing port 1050 id injectors um, Magna Fuel, 750 fuel pump, uh, Meyer header competition, Rye Wire, especially Ryan from Rye Wire. Beyond thankful for that guy. Uh, me and him go way back since San Jose uh, before he, you know, he he got his got a shot. You know, I remember he was doing it out of his garage, going to the pick and pull, learning the connectors and everything like that. Yo, shout out to Ryan from Rye Wire. Yeah. So a lot My of people, right yeah, dude, a lot of people don't know that he's originally from NorCal yeah. and you knew him back then. Yep. And Ryan, like, when he was establishing himself, when he was learning all the wire harnesses, going to the junkyard, going to the pig and pull, mm -hmm. buying the harnesses, pieces, connectors, and learning how to do that, that's when you knew him. Yep. 
you know so it's really cool to see him it's definitely good to see that guy evolve and um it's just only gonna get big and brighter for that guy for the future okay so so let's talk about that real quick so there's a lot of people who have civics yeah whether they're efs egs eks whatever right let's just use let's just say there's a lot of people with civics a whole lot of people and there's now in this day and age a whole lot of people who have k-swaps yep there's a whole lot of people who have uh, raise wheels. Yeah, raise There's a wheels. whole lot of people who have white cars. Yep. But let's talk about something here. The combination of what you put together, the 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 style, right? The style that particular way of doing an engine bay, yep. that particular way of doing uh, a, an interior setup. Correct. Okay, all of that. Let's touch on that. Who and where inspired you to go in those directions? Um. So for the whole engine bay, of course, you know, with the whole shaved bay and all that. Yeah. There wasn't too, I mean, there was a lot of people out there. The people that inspired me or people I've seen that I looked up to didn't have all the whole shaved engine bay. Okay. Um, a little bit of came from, you know, seeing how the old school days, you know, Volkswagen and all that. So yeah. Starting that. Yeah. Um, I was always a big fan of the shave, uh, shave bay. So, you know, I got a little bit of a vision inspired off that. Um, and then the whole the whole evolving to this new style look um, comes across. I've seen how people built their interiors. Let's give it a great example. The gutted interior. I've always seen how Ryan built his car. Um, just it looked right wire, like, right? Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, like the way they know it was gutted and it was just raced out. Um, I felt like uh, my car needed to see something different, even though my last setup looks looks more like the Osaka theme. Um, wanted to take it to the next stage. Um, and then the upholstery, of course, and this and that came across of like seeing how big Mike's car, oh, you yourself, okay. you know, seeing how, you know, the suede and all that, okay, the fuego, you know, <laughs> the, the sauce on that. So yeah, it was just sauce. Something, it was something different. And, um, I just wanted to, um, get that feel a little bit with the black leather. I mean, black, black leather, black suede yep. to correct myself. Um, and, uh, just overall, just. Seeing the bigger, better picture of the car, you know, always trying to be better, you know, with the with the humble personality. Yeah. You know, because you can't go over the top of your head with all that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, being in NorCal, having events to go to, having yeah. other homies that, that are into Hondas and yeah. various other types of cars. Yeah. So, it was, it was just a, a combination. It was a combination just, of... what, like from online and uh, magazines and stuff? Uh, you know what? It was, it was a little bit of on, online, you know, of course... Uh, like forums or something? No, just, of course, a little bit of Instagram here and there. But yeah. I could literally sit in my garage and see what I want to build and how I want to build it. Yeah. I didn't want to do too much of an overkill, but I just knew exactly this is the way I want to build it. So um, sometimes, to tell people out there, that's sometimes the best way to build a car. Because you're not really copying everybody's exact style, you know. Um, sometimes, you, like I say, sometimes you got to learn to be by yourself and learn how to... Uh, to see the big and better picture, okay? So, like, a great example is my car. I learned to sit there, even though my mom and dad passed, they had a style, like, they thought this and this and would look good on my car, and I did put those touches in my car. Ah. You know, it was crazy. Like, okay, um, like what? Like, so, like, let's say, like, the uh, the roof liner in the car. Um, Pops knew I wanted to do a suede dash and this and that, and, um, you know, he thought that was always a, that was quality you know at his time of areas like that's too expensive but he said you know what that would look good with the the roof liner so we switched it up to that oh i yeah, see yeah. i so see Pop had a little bit of touch um he always he had a dotson back then um and he just always supported the way my vision was and he always had to add on to that that contrast and it was good to get involved with that that's dope man yeah, yeah that's super cool. dope okay so you had um so you've referenced, you know, your pops with, you know, yep. maybe the old school, the yeah, suede yeah. And, and the headliner. And then, uh, you know, you said Ryan and the way he did his yeah. like raced out interior the setup. Raced out interior and um, even especially with his whole um, har- uh, harnesses. Yeah. I had, a, you know, the harnesses, is, um, the main key and, the you know, the execution on that harness and everything is good. So it made life easier just getting that harness, you know. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Um, just overall switching up the lines and everything, right? Just coming from Vibrant, that's a great quality company too, um, to the XRP's, XRP uh, hoses to the green valve cover. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. something that I never got played out when I see Ryan's car back then. And 
Yeah, that's sort of like a theme now, you know, the the EA, his yeah, EA, yeah. and then the white S2000. Yes. Um, so, okay, so there was inspiration from Pops. Pops. Uh, you said myself. Yep. Ryan from Rywire. Yeah, yeah. And then Volkswagens. Yeah, Volkswagen, right? yeah, of course. And then, of course, just various pictures of who knows what, maybe what, like on the Explore page yeah, on IG. Yeah, maybe Explore page, but yeah. then, um, I would say... Like another like seventy percent of that was just really just sitting there and knowing and just figuring it out, just doing, mapping just, it out. I would just look at my car and like you could just it would just evolve. Like okay, this is exactly how I want to do it. That's dope, yeah. man. Yeah. Okay, so you you you're in the garage yeah. by yourself. By myself, just yeah. looking. Yeah, if you really got a passion for a car, you could literally sit there and know how you want to <laughs> build a car. Yo, it's totally it, it's true. It's so man. hard to explain, but not a lot of people could. Not a lot of people could do it. And I tell people these days that anybody could do what we do, you know, or what I did. It's just how much you want it. You know, I know it costs money, trust me, or people want to get sponsorship to get free stuff and that. But sometimes you got to put that aside and know that you could get it on your own, you know. It might take you longer than you wanted you to. Long, yeah, who cares? It's, who cares? Just build it the way you want to build it. And uh, just never give up. If, if, it's a, if you really want to get it done, it will get done. Okay, and just do it with the humble attitude and just overall everything. Just be humble as possible, and you'll be just fine. Yeah, you know? man. Because we all started from somewhere, you know, not not able to have what we had right now in the car, you know. So that's why I love to go to the local meets still. I love to support the local meets, you know, if it's not too hot with the police and all that. I would still use, I would go out there and yeah. have a good time. I would love to drive the car, you know, and support the local people that... Even though the car is different and it's getting featured, it's still going to come out and support the people that, that I grew up with. See, that's dope, man. You know, you guys, you know, like he said, you know, you're sitting there, you're envisioning yeah. what you want it to look like. Yeah. You know, and um, and what I, what I always tell people is, is not everyone can necessarily visualize it just in their mind. No, they can't. But, you know, Drew, draw it out, man. Mm -hmm. Take a piece of paper, like, map out if you, if it's, like, your brake lines or your fuel lines. Yeah, your fuel lines. Or you're, like, you know, take a picture. I mean, nowadays, you oh, anyone take can take a, a picture. picture on your phone. Oh, yeah. And, like, move it around and figure out where oh, you're going to put something. There was times on social media where, like, I would figure out how people did this and that. And I would snapshot the photo and then just put it under my favorite. So, if I need to go back on that, I would see how they did that. Yeah. Or, you know, or... Oh, I like the way they routed this, but what if I just put it a little bit right here? Exactly. Then I can move style. this part there, and it yeah. would look a little different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, overall, even just like building a cage, my car on my cage, it's the way I would I vision to build it. And I told my guy Jenky from Jenky Motorsports the way I wanted it, and um, he did exactly the way I wanted, it, and it came out perfect. That's you dope. Know? So, so let's talk about that real. Like, so the you guys, you you guys will all see this very soon. But I mean, it is a. Um, cleaned out you know chassis right all white and it's got um it's got some really really cool touches to it very racy while still being jdm yep. and like certain parts of it are super over the top and other parts of it are, are super chill yeah you know it, it's got a good combination and i mean yeah. truthfully you know like we talked about man you could do everything that we just talked about yep. the, the, anybody the, could do this yeah anyone could do it but the part that i want people to really be able to understand is is that you need to be able to understand that it is about what you are trying to create. You need to create your vision. And yeah. after all that work, I mean, you guys have Nick's story with family and then this trauma and finishing the car for them. Yeah. And even with something like that, he could bring it out to a show and people could look at it and be like, wow, man, that's really dope. And then just keep walking. Yeah. It might, you'll never know. If yeah. it's going to have an effect on people per se, yeah, you don't will. know. Yeah, sometimes it will, sometimes it won't. And like, I, people are a little what, too caught up on that. Yeah, yeah, and that's how life is. And that's never going to change from right now to 20 years from now. It's never going to change. That's just how people is going to look at it or like it. Like, you put all your blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, yeah. And if you bring it out, even with all the blood, sweat, and tears, if yeah. your whole point was to get people to like it, that's, that's the, dangerous, yeah, man. That's very dangerous. Because what if they just don't like it? Then, then you're unhappy. Yeah, then that's where you fail. Yes. You know, don't don't build it for people to like it. Don't build it all because I want to make magazine or right. know, I need to fit in this crowd. Right. Trust me right now, you're gonna fail. If you're if you're just trying to even do that for yourself for a diploma or anything like that, you know, just don't do it for yourself. 
really. Because that's where you're gonna that's where you're gonna learn how to love what you're building and love yourself. Yeah, it's the truth, you guys. Yeah. You know, a lot a lot of people kind of take success yeah. as a reason to say, oh well, look at them. They did it for the they did it for the attention. Yeah. Like, no, nah, man. Like, whether or not people liked what you built, you would you would open your garage door. Yep. And you would be happy. I would be happy. That's you know? exactly the way it should be. Yes. You know. Anytime no. you get in it, you sit in it, you, you know, start it, you yep. drive it, even just looking at it. Just know that you did that and you know you built it for yourself. You didn't build it for anybody else but yourself. You know, And so there's going to be people who are going to see it. Maybe, you know, you wanted this past car show or two yeah. and then the magazine and they're going to be like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Dude, people did it to me, bro. Of course. I'm over here dedicating the majority of my yeah. time and effort for the community. Yeah, yeah. And as ironically like crazy as it is there are people who'd be like man that dude does everything for attention and you're just like yeah, where yeah. did you even get that yeah, from see, that's where they're over their head and that's the one thing is that we're gonna all notice is that we can't please everybody it's the truth even if it has nothing to do with cars right just even how nice you are you could be the nicest person in the world but you're not gonna please that person somebody's gonna find a way to be like that yeah. dude's a dick they're gonna pick something they're gonna say that damn this guy didn't iron his shirt i want to hate him all day <laughs> They're just going to pick on you. Yeah, it's you know true, I mean? man. So, um, dude, that's where you got to learn how to just not worry about that. Because if you worry about that, you're going to be so caught up in this time and age. Yeah, man. You're going to ruin yourself. And, yeah, it's the truth, you guys. And, and you know, I think I think that that is happening yeah. on a, such a massive scale. And what it needs to do is it needs to change one thought at a time. Oh you're God. not going to snap your fingers and change it, right? But you guys listening right now, I know some of you, it's resonating very, very deeply. You guys, it starts with a choice. It starts with one thought. You're not going to listen to this episode and hear Nick talking. And you're not going to just flip a switch that's yeah. just not how it works but you need to say to yourself you know what man let me step back for a moment is everything that i do is everything that i post for the the likes just yeah. stop it for a moment yeah, and think so about it is it you got to be able to be self-aware yeah. like you've got to know yourself yeah. and there's nothing wrong it's crazy how people have pride even inside of themselves to themselves. Oh, yeah. Because it takes pride. You have to swallow your own pride when talking to yourself and say, real talk, let's just be, hold on, man. You, I don't know, go to the mirror if you have to and look, yeah. literally look in the mirror yeah. and say, when I post something, how long do I wait before checking to see who commented, yeah. how many people liked it? That's where I and that's, that's social, a dangerous that example dangerous. of what's social going media, on in your mind. Social media is doing it all right now. It that's, is. Yeah. And that's where everybody's getting so caught up about uh, the follow, uh, about, about the, the following, the attention. Dude, honestly, yes. You got to just do it for yourself. And if it comes to you, it comes to you. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. But you know that you're doing it for yourself. Let everything do it for yourself and let everything else unfold by itself. Yes. You know. You know, like you open the garage, yeah. you see a picture yeah. of the car, you go open the garage, you get in it, you drive it. All of that should be for what for, makes you smile for yourself. Yeah. But, you know, imagine thousands of dollars and hundreds or thousands of hours of your time and energy. The time and, you, and, and you bring it out. Yeah. And you don't win. And yeah. then the, you're mad about it. Yeah. What was that? Was that really to win? You know, and no, no, but here's the thing. What I'm saying, Nick, is, is like, yo, you know, I travel all over the world now yeah. to judge car shows, host events, yeah. and I see it on various levels. If you want to win a car show, man the fuck up to yourself before anyone else and say, I want to win a car yeah. show. Then you know what? And then from that point, go about doing what you need to do to win the car show. Yeah. But stop being a bitch to yeah. yourself yeah. and to other people and trying to front like I just did it for myself or this is my style. And then be salty as fuck yeah. if you don't win. That's where people get caught up over the head. And that's where that's, man, that's where they don't even get along with other people, you know. And social media is such a powerful thing that that's where it's all happening right now, too. It, you know? dude, it's it's such a, a um, uh, an arena for narcissism. Yeah, you know. But I, you know, like at these different events I go to, bro. There, okay, there are events where, dude, it might be every single time. I mean, there's right now. I can't even think of, I can't think of a time it didn't happen. So let's go with one hundred percent of the time. Okay, I am on stage 
at the end of an event, we're doing the awards, right? You get to, you know, usually it ends with best of show. You make some announcements. You, you know, you're telling people the the order in which to exit the, you know, arena, the yeah. convention center or whatever. Yeah. So I'm talking to the crowd. I'm, yo, I, I'll be in Miami. Okay. I'll be in Chicago. I'll be in, dude, just name a city, right? Yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah. My point is, I don't even make it off the stage. Hey, guys, thank you. We appreciate you very much. The uh, show was amazing. Round of applause. Everyone claps. Okay, okay. Everyone starts splitting off. Okay, we're going to do this side of the of the building first. You know, so you're now literally at the end. It's tapering yeah. off. The DJ is starting to wrap up chords. The only yeah. thing they have connected is my mic. Music stopped. You know, it's everyone's in teardown mode, right? Yeah. I don't make it to the stairs. And they say... To go down before I have one, sometimes two or three car competitors come up to you they don't even i'm not down to the ground yet they're gonna ask you that question. and they say yep, hey man that, that question how come i didn't win exactly and you're just like bro i, I don't even know what car that's you where they're so caught up in it yes if you didn't win it's okay you you, learn, you need to just learn how to like walk away and just find yourself and just be better just, you know what I mean? Like, not a lot of people can do that. They have to have that strong of ego. Like, I got to approach that judge. I got to approach Big Mike. You know? Okay. It's okay to approach, but there's a way you approach. There you know? there are times when somebody asks uh, articulately. Mm -hmm. they, they, you know, they come up politely, respectfully. Yeah. They're like, hey, you know, when if you have a moment, can you cruise over real quick? Just kind of give me some guidance. This happens mostly yeah. online. So I get this pretty much weekly yeah. from, from uh, you know, private messages, right? But what I'm talking about is in person, somebody will have, you know, the, the, the ability and they'll make themselves come over and they'll ask nicely. Can you give me input? That's what, like you just said, there's then, a way to ask. Yeah, and that's fine. And then there are the dudes that come over and they're like, yo, you can feel the energy, energy bro. Yeah. They like, are mad. I mean, dude, there's times where I've even overheard, like, I wasn't even in the competition. I've overheard, like, my car is better than that car. That's where you got yourself caught up. Yeah, man. What are you building it for? Do you just, do you just check yourself right now? Bro, you know? people need, that's what I'm saying. I'm all about self-awareness. Yeah. You have to know, like, just check yourself for a moment. Like, fine, you don't even want to tell anyone. Just go home. Yeah. And figure it out with go yourself. Go home and have a cookie and just discuss yourself. Yeah, man, sit down to some tea or some yeah. coffee yeah. and have a conversation and yeah. be like, yo, am I that dude? Yeah. And if I'm that dude, I think I might need to make a fucking change in my life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's never too late, man. You could be a 40-year-old listening to this or a 16-year-old. Yeah. The salt is real at any oh, age. the salt is real. It's <laughs> definitely tough, too. I mean, they're putting it out there heavy. Heavy. Yeah. You know, but like I said, man, I, the first time it happened, I, I, I kind of expect it, right? Yeah. You expect somebody to be feeling some type of way because i you know i used to compete right yeah. i you know i get it right but when i started to realize almost from like a a sociological kind of like a psychological perspective yeah and i was like wow man like i could be on the east coast the west coast the south and in between and there's always at least one or two yeah. that come up and they're just like yo I've had to be like, hey, show me the numbers, like the judging sheet. That's real serious. And, and I'm like, bro, I'm not going to, we're not pulling yeah. up our judging sheets See, for that's you. that's where they need to stop. And that's being a little too overboard now. Like, that's too serious. <laughs> like, I mean, I know it's just a car show. He's supposed to, oh man, for me, like I go to the car show. Yeah, it's cool to compete and all that and win. But I'm there for two things. Number one is to catch up with friends I don't see all the time. And it's a blessing to have a great time for the the time of the six hours that we're there. Yeah. And number two, I had people come up to me and be like, oh, are you, Higgins, are you ready to take your trophy? Man, and I pause and have, you can even ask a few people about this, about me. I've said, I don't need to win the trophies. You know, it's great. I've, I've won trophies before here, but it's a blessing for you to even tell me that you yeah. did a great job on your bill. Yeah. Um, you know, you inspired me or this and that. And if I can inspire you, I want you to inspire me too. And then they, they gave me that same energy and that's priceless to me. Yes. You know, because that's my trophy right there. I could care less about a $40 trophy. You know what I mean? That, uh, that's low key, it's probably more like $14. Okay, $14. <laughs> yeah, and it's not really that serious, you know? So, oh man, if you got to learn how to just appreciate other things other than, oh, I, my car is better than that car. 
you know, this... That, you, isn't that like a mad salty statement? Oh, it is. It's definitely... So you, this isn't people you know or it's someone you know? Oh, there's some people that I don't... I've just barely even met. And you, you just heard them at the show or something? Yeah, yeah. Or just I've talking over, to each other? I've overheard. Like, I've, I've stand, um, like, a uh, like great example. Like, I turn her Eva when I hear... You know, you're you're uh, announcing the the trophies or this and that. Yeah, I've heard people on the side of me about those type of stuff. Like, how did he win? Uh, you know, Brian's car is better than this car. You know, like this and that. And it's just, hey, is Brian a real person? Did you just name drop or no, did you just I've, made that up? I've heard this guy is something. It was like Brian or Ryan or something like that. Yeah. Or I think <laughs> something like that. But it was there. It wasn't like I think it was in the uh, what category was that? I think it was in the Euro category or something like that. And it was at that tuner Eva that I was able to talk to you at, with, you know, when we were in the same shoes. What? I was like on the side six. Remember, I was taking photos Wait, of you. We were in the same shoes? Yeah, we were the cement threes. George, I was wearing just cement threes. Oh, you were wearing cement threes. That's right. That was like in February of yeah, this year. Yeah, and I remember I was shooting, fo- I shot photos a little bit. Yeah, my camera. that's my right. My car wasn't out even at that time yet. It wasn't ready yet. Yeah. That's right. I always hear people talking when I'm right at the stage and hear people talking. Bro, I've heard that. You pick any. Uh, any car show series. Yeah. Anyone, man. I've heard the salt at every single one of them, man. One or two, sometimes five or six people, sometimes whole crews. Well, yeah, if it's a crew, man. Yeah. You guys got a problem with <laughs> Y'all just need to go to some Baskin and Robin and just, you know. <laughs> Yo, Baskin Robin. Sit down and have some ice cream cake. Yeah, for real. Hey, but you know what though? Look, man. Like I said, for me, I, I just want people to own the own up and and be aware of what they're all about. And yeah. if that is what your steez is, yeah. if you are out here trying to sweep up trophies, then don't. You can't have it both ways. Yeah. Don't build a car just for you the way you want to and then be mad when somebody who might have done what you think what you probably should have done, which yeah. means build it to the to the uh, the spec sheet. Yeah, spec right? Because yeah. there are people who do that. Uh-huh. There are people who build a car um based off of like the numbering sheet, like the judging sheet. Yeah. And they, because they that's how their angle to win is. If you just say, Oh, I built my car the way it is, like if you just wrapped your shit and put some wheels and air on it. And you're mad that you didn't win, which, by the way, happens all the time. Yeah. That's not a fucking build. Yeah, exactly. Right? You got somebody who did way more than just wrapping it and putting it on air and some yeah. wheels. That's, that's not a build. That's a car that you put air and wrapped it. Yeah. Ta-da. It takes, ex- it takes time and experience, you know. And um, for me, myself, being in the car scene from 2008 till 2019 already, I feel like I'm still new to this. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, this is about to be my second feature for Super Street Magazine, looking at people that's been in the scene for a long time, I'm definitely still new to this, and I'm still learning something every always. day. Always. Always. Always from the OGs or even the new school folks. Yeah. I'm still learning something new. See, um, that's what I like, man. I like to hear that, bro, because that attitude is going to keep you going far. Yeah. Because you're not over here being like, I'm that dude. Yeah. Right? There are guys who act like that after they get one magazine feature. There's guys who act like that after they win one trophy. And there's guys out there right now that doesn't even want to admit that they're still learning something these days. Yeah, what is that? What's wrong with that's, admitting that you're a learning... That's uh, where the pride once again... Yeah, comes, man. Yeah. So, okay. So, here we... So, let's get, let's get to this. We're now in 2019. Right now, like I said, secret location, yep. secret car, doing community conversations. And we're sitting here talking about it. You now have your second Super Street feature coming out you've won a couple of what first place trophies right right and and the whole story behind it getting that final push to finish it after you you know dealt with the emotional trauma of 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 your pops and then less than a year later your mom's passed away yeah yeah and and you're now here but but you you do have other family great people around you yeah of course it's right? uh, family of course is what's going to keep you going uh, and makes uh, everything stronger yeah and uh for ourselves we just told that ourselves that everything's just going to be just fine and you got to just have faith that everything will just be just fine you know there it is so you guys you know, there's a lot of gems in here, you know, yeah. and a lot of the people who message me, they say, you know, I went back and I listened to, you know, X, Y and Z episode again. And this is one of those, you know, in the midst of the laughs and the jokes and the the omelet he's eating or and I had a sandwich and dogs barking. And, you know, you know, in the midst of all of that, there's a lot of very, very profound pieces of 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 
gems of the conversation in which, you know, I think one of those is going to hit somebody in the chest. You know, I got people yeah. that they tell me, you know, Nick, they pause. Yeah. You know, they pause the podcast and they're just like, you know, one guy was like, yo, I was driving and I pulled over so I could comment on the in on Instagram, you know, which sounds crazy, but it's because I needed to get something off my chest. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's fine. It's yeah. I that's mean, I'm totally glad that you fine. pulled over. Yeah. I, I just like yeah. the fact that my yeah, man's pulled, pulled over. over safely. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he was like, I was so I needed in that moment to, to say something, yeah. to, to respond. And he did, yeah. you know? And you guys, this is what it's all about. The Think Bigger Project as a brand and as a movement, as a company, it is growing and it's growing because there are people like Nick who are willing to share their story. There is a, short, a story to share, but more importantly is that they understand and recognize that how you think and, and how you act in this world, it starts within your mind and your heart. Yeah. You know, and, and you have to constantly check yourself as a, as a man and as a, a, a human being to keep yourself grounded, Definitely right? grounded yeah. keep your perspective. You know, there's so much that we in the community can teach each other. And that's why I started this community conversations. Like I always yeah. say, the Think Bigger project and the podcast is not to teach people what to think. It's to help teach people how to think. Exactly. And community conversations isn't just to listen to the story and learn about someone. It's to learn from someone. Yeah. And truthfully, my dude, we I feel gotta, like... We, I, got, we all got to learn from each other. Bro, I think that there's so much that you shared today. Yeah, and we got to really like learn how to like up, uh, uplift yourself, for sure. Yes. Learn how to be by yourself. Learn how to facts, love yourself. Yes. Because if you ain't got that, you lost everything. But learn how to love yourself and... um. We got to learn how to just like just up, love, uplift each other. You know it, it's I mean? all about the community. That's, that's, yeah, it's all about the community. And, um, you know, I love it, man. That's what's going to make everything stronger around us. It's yeah. If everyone's just doing for themselves, yeah. I mean, and you do have to take care of your personal health of and course, growth. But of course. Just like you said, yeah. but you guys, it's about community. That's why, you know, community conversations. There's so many things that Nick shared today that you learned about him and you learned from him, his journey, his struggles. And, uh, you know, in the context of the car guys and, and his build being this, this outlet of emotion and, and energy, you know, there, there, there are so many things yeah. that you guys can hold on to from this particular episode dude it was a beautiful beautiful time today man yeah, we've had a great weekend yeah it's great. not even over yet it's not even over yet yeah, we so. had yesterday we have this today today yep you guys there's so much you know you for the people who listen to this on spotify apple Podcasts, google play stitcher etc my instagram i post a color-coded thumbnail uh at on my actual page so that we have a comment section there to continue the conversation, right? I will tag Higgins Bill in that post. For those of you on YouTube, same kind of thing. I'll put in the uh, the caption comment section, how to find him. And you guys, whether it be those two platforms where you have a comment section, you know, I encourage you interact with him, yeah, yeah. interact with me, yeah, follow him, message him. Yeah, of course. When he has time, he'll make time to talk to you. Yeah, of course. I would want to hear what you would uh, have to say and all that. And I'll do my best to, um, you know, help you out, you know, um, sometimes you just need somebody to talk to, you know, and sometimes you got to let your uh, ego go down a little bit and just express yourself. There it is. Just be humble and just um, be strong about yourself. See, you guys, there it is. Um, Nicholas Higgins, a.k.a. Higgins Built. It's um, it's it's been a good one. Yeah. And I'm excited. And today's still not done. Yeah, man. It's nice. Early morning right now, 10, 16 in the morning. We've. Uh, <laughs> I'm about to go to uh, Universal Studios hey. with, my, with my sister and, uh, you know, my nephew. Hey, so there it is, you guys. You know what? Um, life is what you make it. Of course it is. And you can, you know, we were talking about this earlier. You can be across the globe or across the street. You know, people see all the traveling people do. Like, so take traveling, take winning a car show, take anything. And people see that, like over there, that accomplishment, that destination, that geographic location like a beach or that ultimate car show where he won first place, they see that, whatever that is, as where happiness is. Yeah. And it is 100% incorrect. Yeah. It's all in your head. Yeah. Right? It's all in your head, you guys. So whether you are uh, no car, halfway through a car, whether you are 
no money, halfway to saving up for a ticket to go somewhere. All of that stuff are just accessories. They are just physical manifestations. Don't get taken away from you in the snap of a finger. Yeah, man. Real talk. So just learn how to like appreciate the little things. Because, dude, like... Life like is that. short, Life man. Life is short, dude. And uh, I had to witness that a lot more after losing my mom and dad. Um, and just overall just don't don't let little things get you that serious dude because it's not not that that serious serious. yeah it's not there's so much more to be worried about oh yeah definitely there's so much more to be worried about dude as you dude as you guys can hear man show y'all please don't let it get too serious there it is just have a good time meet new people oh my goodness talk if it wasn't if i mean yeah if it wasn't for car shows and uh the whole car thing i would have never met Rywire. I've never met Big Mike. I would never met so many other people. Um, HHW, Panda Gill, and everybody. Yeah. It's just, it's a blessing to me. That's more bigger than, oh, I, I, I didn't beat that car at the car show. Dude, do you not remember what you, you know, what you did it for? You did it, for, you know, you need to learn how to do it for yourself and how you meet friends. Yeah. Friends. See, but you can use the car show as as a way to bring the community together. That's winning. You if you if you win at the if you if you're winning, you want a friendship. That's a you know. That's and that's bigger. far more important. That's, that's more important. You know. Yeah. I mean? Other friends could uplift you and all that, and you could be a better person. You know what I mean? Or they could open your eyes to see big and better things. You know, that's far more winning than like we just said, winning the fourteen dollar trophies, like we said. Yeah. You know. See, you guys look as you can see. We you know, we were about to end it, and it just it just picks right back up. There's so much energy. There's so much to talk about. There, you know, there's so many lessons that we can learn and uh, from each other and and teach each other. You know, yeah. and so that's what community conversations on this podcast are all about. So once again, I will tag Nick. Please keep in touch with him interact about this podcast with us on the Instagram post that I'll do for this episode and on YouTube as well. Okay. We want to hear from you. It's important. Once again, it's about the community. So your interaction, your feedback, your, 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 your feelings, your agreements, your disagreements on anything and everything that you listen to today on any episode, it is crucial that you share it so that we can continue the conversation and continue to grow together nick i appreciate you yep thank Thank you you. for being on here of course big mike thank you for having me on there much love to you appreciate Uh, it thank you very much man it's an honor it's a pleasure and for everyone listening thank you very much and i will see you on the next episode of the think bigger podcast